Welcome to the Positive Pants Podcast. Mindset, motivation, and inspiration to help you find your positive pants. Let go of negative thinking and stop living for the weekend with your host, Fran Excel. Welcome to the show. As always, it's Fran Excel Mindset Coach helping you find your very own pair of positive pants so you can get out of your own way and live a life that you love. So today's episode is a bit of a request from somebody in the Facebook group, and it's all about how to charge your worth, like how to get your head around being able to charge what you should be charging. So are you currently charging your worth, or are you constantly discounting your rates and trying to give throw-in-the-kitchen-sink bonuses so you can feel like you're actually worth what you're charging? Not charging your worth is something that comes up time and time and time again from my audience. I even did it, I did it myself when I started my business and I still do it now when I'm launching something new. It's an inevitable mindset gremlin. But it's also something that I see that directly stops people from putting themselves out there full stop because they're terrified of people not buying or of what people will think of them. That little, who do you think you are, gremlin? You know the one. So the thing is, we all struggle with this. The more you work at it, your OMG, I can't believe I'm trying to charge this. Who do I think I am? Will eventually turn into, hang on a minute, I am massively undercharging for this. I need to up those rates pronto. And it does work. I've seen it time and time again, and I've done it myself a million times. It's a process, so be patient. It's also something that you'll revisit often. Where you set your prices now is not where they'll be in a year. It's just best to do it in stages. So your brain and your confidence can actually catch up with you rather than going, OMG, no way you're charging that. Are you mad? You know, (laughs) and then it will keep you stuck undercharging or worse, not even putting offers out at all. And I got stuck in that as well. So what I thought I'd do is go through a few of the benefits, a few of the uh, difficulties when you don't do it, and then also how to start doing it. So the benefits are that your business will grow quicker and you'll need less clients to actually hit your goals, which is always nice. A lot of this is just a simple reframe into how you're thinking about it. So your clients will actually get better results because they will be literally more invested in their own results. We all need that little bit of skin in the game to increase our commitment to getting something done. And we really, really don't value things that we get for free or cheap. How many freebies do you have sitting in your inbox that you've never used? How many free courses, free bonuses? You just don't value them in the same way that you've you've actually put skin in the game and bought something. So it also increases your confidence, your net worth, and your self-worth all in one go. Woohoo! We love that. It improves, it improves your work-life balance because you will have more pennies to do the things that you want to, and you can work less hours to make the same money, which is obviously a bonus. But also you attract the right people, the people that are really ready and invested in their own results. And those are the people that you want. So what sort of trouble do you get with not charging your worth? (laughs) You will resent it big time. When you have clients demanding the earth from you for a pittance, how will you feel? You'll attract bargain hunters and they're not your ideal clients. So what you'll also do is compare yourself to other people who are charging what you wanna charge and resent them for getting clients that you want. But the reality is, is you you actually just won't look as good as the person charging more. 
this is a biggie. It's the age-old must be too good to be true. Or they must not be that great if they're charging that when X person is charging double. You know, for every person who walks away because you're too expensive, another one will walk away because you're way too cheap. So they assume you're not going to be good enough. Remember, you get what you pay for. We've all been brought up with that. You get what you pay for. It can also come across that you actually aren't as good as your composition or that you aren't sure of your own worth. So it can really put these prospective clients off, even if they had actually decided to already work with you. Would you hire someone for what you do at the rates that you're charging? Think, have a think about that one. You'll also attract those wrong clients, which can end up knocking your confidence and leave you feeling undervalued. So you're getting these tire kickers and the people that want the moon on the stick. But obviously you're gonna decrease in your confidence the more that you struggle to get these clients. And you can actually lead yourself to burnout. When you're charging too little, you'll need to work more hours to get the income that you need. It's actually a fairly easy fix, but as with all mindset stuff, it does take a little bit of time and a little bit of effort. And if you know you're undercharging, we need to get you to start increasing those prices now. So how do we get you there? Right, first thing, I want you in your journal. It's one of my podcasts, you knew I was gonna ask you for your journal. Write down all the reasons that you are qualified and why the results that you give are worth what you want to charge. That's the first thing. Then I want you to think about what is the actual transformation that you're giving and focus on that. Often we set up businesses based on where we've previously been. Okay. So if we go back in time to the pain part of our journey, what would it be worth to you to get out of it quicker? Knowing what you know now, what would you pay? My lovely friend, uh, Jen Hall, was teaching me this before and I was focusing so hard on who my ideal client was. I actually wasn't focusing on the transformation that I was giving. So it's a really, really valuable thing to do because it helps you see your own value. The next thing I want you to think about is how much have you actually spent getting yourself to where you're at now? So you're shortcutting this stuff for people. That's gotta be worth something, right? How much have you spent on your own learning and qualifications? Personally, I've invested about 30 to 40K over the last couple of years in my own development, in coaches, in qualifications. When you add it all up, it really puts into perspective, it puts things into perspective and can help you see that you really are worth what you're charging. That's a lot of money. University degrees cost a lot of money. You've got to remember that these all add to how qualified you are, you know? Next one is what time have you invested on getting to where you are now? Think learning hours, think working hours, think all the hours. I bet it's a lot more than you actually think. And you really do, I know people say this a lot, but you really do need to think about investing in yourself at least the amount that you're asking other people for. If you're asking for an amount of money that you would never spend on yourself, you can see how energetically that would be difficult and would actively stop you from selling because you're thinking, well, I would never pay for this. Why would anyone else? So I'm not gonna bother even putting myself out there. So it's a really, really important thing to do. I know it's scary, but it is important because you'll find that your brain starts to calm down the more that you do it. So if you don't wanna raise your prices because you think people won't pay and that you feel desperate for clients and taking on non-ideal clients just to make sure that you can pay your bills, I'm going to be controversial here, but really have a think about 
what would it be like to get a part-time job? Uh, I said it. Woo! There is nothing wrong with having a part-time job. Like it's genuinely, I think, actually one of the most sensible things you can do, especially if you're in that pickle where you're you're not charging your worth and you're desperate for the clients. It's not a dirty word. The average millionaire has seven revenue streams. You can just make a job, one of them, until your brain will allow you to branch out. But this will take that pressure off, that desperation that you feel, takes it out of it. So it's no longer a factor in how you price yourself. See, if you have a certain level of regular income, you will relax. Your brain will relax. You'll be able to take on the right clients rather than the ones that your gut is screaming at you not to work with just because it's money. And you'll feel more confident raising your prices as well. And it'll take slightly longer until you attract the right ones. But is that such a bad thing? when you're charging the right prices and finding the right clients, so much of this is just pure panic. It's your brain, your amygdala going, what the F are you doing? (laughs) So if you can get rid of the panic, you can make much better decisions for you. When I get on discovery calls, I am 100% honest with people. If I don't think I'm the right person for them, or if I don't think that what my service is, is the right service for them, I'll tell them. Because it's it's not the same same fear that's there about having to get the clients, you know? So next thing I want you to do is analyze your beliefs around money. What are your beliefs around money? This genuinely needs to be a whole post on its own because it's a huge topic. You need to work out what your money story is. And you've heard that before. Your belief system around how easy or difficult it is to get or make money and what money means to you. You know, if you're thinking, rich people are all horrible or, you know, rich people are arrogant um, or money doesn't grow on trees or you have to hustle, hustle, hustle to, to make a half decent living. You know, all of those things contribute to how you put yourself out there and how you put yourself out there to sell, how you put yourself out there in the world and how you think and feel about the money side of it. If you have these negative thoughts and feelings towards it, it's so much more difficult to actually attract it. So money affirmations can be really, really, really helpful. But the trick is to make it believable. When you use words that you would never use yourself, your brain smells a rat, okay? A staggering 98% of these things lie in our unconscious and dictate our daily lives. It's not even in our conscious mind. So we need to retrain our brains and bring them into the conscious as well. And money affirmations are a great way to retrain your subconscious into calming down and being okay and thinking, hey, money loves me. You know, whatever it is for you, instead of going for those, like the word abundance, the word abundance has never resonated with me, but money does. So I would use money and and not abundance, all of those sorts of things. You need to stop worrying about what your potential clients can or can't afford as well. My lovely friend and mentor, Jessica Lorimer, always says other people's finances are none of your business. And when she said this to me, this was a revelation. (laughs) So we can get so caught up with concerning ourselves with what our ideal client can actually afford. We started these businesses because we wanted to help solve a problem. But the reality is, if someone wants what you have enough and they're prioritizing it enough, then they will find the money. I've done it myself a hundred times. 
a hundred times. So who am I to think that someone else won't be able to do the same, right? So this is another really good reason that you should invest in yourself as much as possible because it can show you how possible it actually is. If you would do it, then why on earth would you think that someone else wouldn't do it for your services? See? Next thing, reverse engineer. What do you want to earn per year? How many hours do you want to work per week? Work out your hours per week times by the number of weeks you actually want to work in a year because you do need holidays. That's half of the point. Then divide by your total. And what does it come out at? Something you're horrified by because it's way too expensive and you'd never be able to make it charging what you're charging at the moment. Or you're going, oh, hang on a minute. Actually, I am seriously way too cheap. And then, you know, this can actually just start getting the practical sense of it into your brain. So it's less of a mindset thing and more of a, hang on a minute, actually, that's really practical. So the final thing I want you to do is remember that you are not a charity. Okay. If you want to help people, you need to be able to sustain your business or you won't be able to help them anymore. The bottom line is, as I mentioned, people don't tend to value what they get for free or cheap. So if you want your clients to get the results that you know you can offer, then get those prices up. But this applies to, uh, you know, asking for a pay rise, applying for jobs, charging your forward, all of these different things all contribute to the same. So,